and welcome into the Facts Not Feelings podcast, powered by BZ Consultants Group, with your host, Brooke Furness. Each week, I sit down with experts in the respected fields as we discuss how we can move this wonderful automotive industry forward by differentiating facts from feelings. Our conversation explore how my guests got to where they are today and how they achieve success. All right, let's jump in. Well, hello, everyone. I am Brooke Furnish, your host of Facts Not Feelings. And first off, I hope everyone is having a wonderful week. Today, I'm coming in with today with a story that I'm pretty, pretty, pretty sure in an episode that's going to ring true to a lot of you. And you're going to probably think, hey, yeah, I've, I've definitely had that same experience. And it, a lot of it is going to be, as we talk about today, is navigating that ocean of consumer experience. Arians. Oh my goodness, man. This is a, and Peter, good to see you, buddy. Looking forward to this one as well. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to this one. It's, it's been a rough couple of weeks, man. And it's, I go, you know what? We were planning to do a different episode and this, and we were planning to go off the new format this week. And it just kind of happened. I was like, great, we get to talk about this. And I know we've talked about consumer experiences and all that fun mamba jamba previously. I'm going to take a little bit different turn on it this time and, and talk about it. I guess I like I said, from a little different standpoint. So big brands, man, we know them. We love some of them, some of them. We use them. And more often than not, we trust them, whether it's the Amazons, the Chick-fil-A's, the American Expresses or Amex, I like to call them the apples of the world. They have mastered the fine art of scaling their operations. They understand when you scale, Glenn, this shout out to you on your, your guest you had on a couple weeks ago, you're scaling the bad with the good, but understand how to scale appropriately. But here's the crux, everyone. They understand with each step in the consumer's journey, it reflects back on their brand. At any point during the consumer journey, the consumer has a problem, they have a hiccup, or it's it goes in a very positive direction. It's always going to come back to the brand, the brand every single time, whether it's an individual store, hey, Apple has all these different stores, whether they're online, same with Chick-fil-A, it doesn't matter what Chick-fil-A you're at. It's always like, oh, I had a bad experience. Oh, I'm not going to eat a Chick-fil-A again or Amazon. And we'll get, and get into this, but it always, they have understand that every single time it comes back and it's going to reflect good, bad, and different reflects back on the brand. Yeah, let's get to some of these comments here real quickly as we, before we dive any further. Larry, good to see you. As always, Larry, thank you for everything you do. Hope you're having a great week. Steven, consumer experience, ready to dig in. Yes, Steven. Yeah, man, this is, uh, as Steven, as you say, you know, uh, connect the disconnected. I mean, that's too often as that as we get into, I don't want to spoil the rest of this year, but we're going to definitely get into us. And, and uh, yes, Andrew, I'm very, very excited. I know that you were on the, the walk and talk yesterday and it was I just, I've kind of, it's just been one experience after another. And on the flip side of having, I've seen some companies that have just, I'm going to say fallen short and stumbled and fallen on their face on this, on the, on the other side. And hey, yeah, hey, Dusty, by the way, thanks for calling me at, at noon, dude. Appreciate that. <laughs> I'm like, look at him. My phone's like blowing up. But good to see you're here. So I appreciate it, Dusty. Thanks for chiming in here. Uh, 
is I, I've seen the, the uh, both ends of the spectrum here. I've seen the, those companies that have just, they're like, I could really care less about it. And I don't, I, you know, we just don't even care. And the other companies that they just live and breathe this. So like I said, this week I have had my, not just this week, but like it's been like a two weeks of this, but this week in particular, I, it has taken every ounce of my energy not to, I just wanted to remind you that you had a show to do. Well, thank you, Dustin. I really appreciate that. I, I appreciate you looking after me, buddy. I, I appreciate that. Is that I, I've had my fair share of a bumpy ride in the realms of consumer experiences. And I know we all go through this. You know, sometimes you have more than others. This week has, has definitely been that. And the case of point is that as I went through this and the, the brands that seem to have the right marketing moves versus other ones. And so ah, this week I said, like I said, um, there's a lot of them. I want to start with one that happened. Uh, I think this was like probably two weeks ago. And, and Peter Smith, firstly, Larry Larry Feldman always yes, yes, he always answers his phone. I want to first start with a company called Stanley. So when I was growing up, and I'm going to probably date myself just a little bit here. Does anybody remember those like green Stanley, uh, like stainless steel? I think they're stainless steel canteens. They're like green, and you probably if you had. If you went fishing, you would take them with you and you just be living like shit out of them. And like, it didn't matter. You could like run over them, probably car and they probably still, that's the Stanley I knew growing up. Well, apparently there are marketing the crap out of these things to a, a demographic that's not me. And my nieces for the last like two years, this is all the, well, probably like last year, six months-ish, probably six months a year. That's all they've wanted. They just want these stupid Stanley like tumblers. Now, if it was a facts, not feelings tumbler, it would be different. And it's got like a straw on it. Yeah, camping. Exactly. Yes, the camping ones. Yeah, exactly. Those are the ones we're talking about um, is the camping ones. Well, apparently these are sold out everywhere. So I go to Target, I go to Amazon and you can get them, but there's like, a, I'm like, hey, I'll just pay the price difference on it. I don't really care. It's a convenience factor, right? Well, they're not going to get in. So I go to I go to Stanley to get this stupid freaking thing for my niece because Let's be honest. I have to be the favorite aunt. Like, it, you know, I, I have no problem buying love. I have 13 nieces and nephews. Like, I got to keep them happy. So I go, I purchase it. And if cluster, you know, freaking cluster. And the website's a mess. Uh, I try to put my information in. Before I try to purchase it. The address is wrong. But the wonderful website just decides to purchase it without me actually pushing the purchase button. So now they're all, it's got, instead of having the shipping address, it puts, puts in the billing address. So I immediately go through all this reconnaissance of trying to figure out how to get in touch with a stupid company. Now, I want to be, make it very clear. They've spent, I don't know if it's a billion dollars in advertising, but a lot of millions of dollars in advertising. Brian is saying it's a teenage Yeti. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Like I have my, I have my, I have my hydro flasks. I have my Yetis. But it's all these little teeny boppers that they're marketing. I don't know if it's TikTok or where the hell they're marketing, but they're going freaking nuts on this. And uh, oh, hey, Robert, excited about this. Hey, nice to see you. Good. Uh, thanks for stopping by, buddy. Appreciate it. And so now they're marketing like crazy. And now I've got an issue. Okay. So I immediately respond to the email that says confirmation, put the order number in there. I get an email back saying that this email box is not being monitored. So it says, click here. I go through the steps and it says, okay, email here. Okay. I email it and it says the email box has been is uh, full. I was like, okay, that's a problem. So I, I then try to chat with them. The chat doesn't work. I call. I get put on hold for, I believe it was 47 minutes. Someone picks up, click, hangs up on me. All right. 
awesome. Can't wait for this. So then I call back and you can do, hey, put your number and we'll call you back. So I want to be very clear. That was three weeks ago. I've never received a phone call back. So I've tried everything possible to get in touch with this company. Now, I could go to social media and blast these people and I'd probably get a response back. That's in my mind, it's got to be really bad before I do that because as a business owner, that's not the right way to go about doing it. And now, at this point, there's no way that I can get in touch with this company. I've called, I've emailed, I've emailed again. I've emailed two email addresses, they say, to email, and I, I can't get a hold of them. I've ch- tried to chat. Their chat doesn't work. I've tried every step. At that point, I go, screw it. We're calling American Express because I know American Express will always take care of me. Now, there's an exception every so often that something might happen, but by and large, Everyone's human, so they're going to screw up. But by and large, I know American Express is always going to have my back. I have no problem paying the obscene amount that I pay for my cards each year to have cards that I, I have cards that I might not actually use for an additional card, but I know they're going to take care of me. I make one phone call to American Express. Don't worry, Brooke, Miss Furness, we got you. We have you. We have your back. So I go through the whole thing. Now, I still have to get this Tumblr to my niece, right? So what do I do? I could change the wonderful UP at this point uh, that's now like four hours into it. They've sent the, the stupid Stanley to me now. So right over here, I actually have a Stanley, a purple Stanley. I'm willing to sell it if anybody wants a freaking Stanley that's like a lavender color. I'm, not, I'm never going to use it. They sent it to me. So I go, crap. Now, in order to change the address, it would have been like 60 bucks. I was like, this is crazy. So I, I bought another Stanley. I was like, this is out of control. So let's just kind of recap. So I just wanted to see if, if by any chance Stanley had done anything differently to rectify the situation after American Express had been with them, they refund my Monday. Let's go look. I just pulled this. So if you go today, this is at this morning. I pulled the screenshot this morning. It says to go submit a support ticket. There's a form. There's no form. You go to their frequently asked FAQ page. It's blank. This is actually when they told me to email me, to email, the mailbox is full. So this is the customer experience as they continue to scale and spend millions and millions of dollars on advertising to get this awesome customer base where you can, you go to Target and there's a sign saying Stanley's are out, you know, we're out of, they're out of stock. You go to Amazon. So I was like, I'll just go to Amazon and pay the premium. Their book, like, it was out of stock for like three weeks. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Except you all know me and no, I didn't say freaking. You can't get them. You can't get them. And then you have a problem and there's no way you can get in touch with anybody. I'm going to pause for a hot second before I actually do throw down F-bombs. Brian is saying 50-year-old company that hit big with a new marketing director that paid off right. It's all, exactly, Brian, to your point, it was social influence that did it. The problem is, is that throughout this entire thing, I will tell you, I will never, ever buy anything from this company or and to the point as I have this whole thing, I'm telling my sister, I go, this is going to ruin my niece's birthday. Like, I'm so pissed. Like, she's wanted this for her older. She's the younger sister. She's like, all she wanted. She's like, uh, you know, Kerrigan always gets it. I want one. I want one. I, I My heart was breaking for her. Because like, if you, you are going to ruin, and I, like, one thing that, if, and Larry, you can attest this. You don't mess with my friends and family. Like, I will cut you if you mess with my friends and family. And you're messing with my niece. And I go, Lindsay, I'm, I'm going to do an entire show on this. Like, I was so pissed off that they would do this. And I, I couldn't, I was helpless that I couldn't do anything. I was like, what else? Okay, I have a platform. So while I can sit here and vent about this, here, here's the whole thing is that they spent all this money and now you have a problem and now it reflects on the brand. 
Now, they could have just had a bad day where the, their phones were off, but at no point have I ever even heard back from Stanley about anything. It took me calling American Express, a brand I know I can trust that is scaled appropriately to go through all of this, to help me out because of a brand that's like, hey, we're just going to throw some money and, and grow. And they grew and they scaled. But when they scaled, they scaled all of the bad shit with it. And Stephen is saying here, missing modern customer experience is a self-inflicted wound for otherwise very recognizable and hot brand that's been around since 1913. William Stanley Jr. never contemplated customer experiencing experience in 2023. 100 plus years ago, evolution isn't optional. Amen. Amen, Stephen. I mean, it's I just was kind of blown away. And that was just like one instance, but I was like, this is, once again, when you mess with family and you mess with like friends that are friendly, you, the gloves kind of come off here a little bit on it. It just, it just blew my mind that that was going on. Like that's all that they wanted. It was, oh, and they just dropped so much on that. So yes, there's a, this oversight 100 so left, left me with this vowing to never purchase anything from this company ever again. Obviously I knew at some point I'd do a show on this and just talk about not just, hey, let's bash a company, but just the the importance of the entire journey. Like if it had been one or two, okay, it hiccup. But when it gets to this point, man, it's every step along the journey that reflects back on the brand, the brand. Now, let's say the social media influencer had did, had done something. Yeah, that's also going to reflect back on the brand. Brian is saying 100%, Stephen, it said it more eloquently than I did. Brian, you did a pretty good job though. You did a pretty good job. I, I, you did a pretty good job there. You know, so uh, the the next thing here is I want to talk about is that similarly to this this whole ordeal, as we all know, is that if you've ever had the funness of shopping insurance or you had to renew your insurance, when it comes to effective dates, once you sign that, your effective date is set in stone. And if that gets altered in a way, let's just say that's not 100% illegal. I've been with Blue, Blue Cross Blue Shield for 100 plus years. And as I... We uh, was, was had to renew my insurance and get for insurance, yada, yada, yada. Story doesn't really matter. But when it, the main bullet point is this, is I had been passed around uh, in the last probably two weeks, uh, at least 40 plus hours, 50 hours on the phone with Blue Cross. I finally get to an agent that just was like my saving grace. He goes, here's my direct line. Don't lose it. I was like, awesome. 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 So thank you. I, I definitely want to keep this. So we get everything on. And then I get, I get back from Women in Automotive and just go, hey, that's weird. I hadn't received anything. So I call him. I go, that's weird. We talk things out. I go to make my first payment and, and the person goes, oh, your effective date is 8-1. I go, no, 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 no. It's 7-1. So this whole shit storm happens where they change my effective date. And it just is one thing after another. And I get back to Fitz and I just go, hey, it's been, I've been put on hold hell, get passed around. I'm getting transferred everywhere. I don't, you know, what's going on? He goes, he goes, Brooke, I'm going to profusely apologize. You did not do anything wrong. Uh, we have right here is your effective date is 7-1. And I honestly don't know why you are not screaming at me right now. He goes, you should be furious. I go, I, I am furious. But for me to sit and yell at you does not do anything. You are the only one that is helping me. I have been, I've before I spoke to him, I'd been on the phone for probably two, three hours being passed around. And I just go, you're the only one that's helped me, Fitz. Like, what else am I supposed to do? He goes, I don't know how you're not screaming at me. So it's like, you look at all that and he just goes, while I appreciate that, he just goes, his direct words were, that is so sad that I am the only one in the company that is helping you. 
And it's like, I've been with this company for 40 years. Like, how is that even possible? And this all goes back to reflect on the band. Like, I'm so ready to leave that insurance company I've been with for 40 years for what they're doing. And it all goes back to it. But because of Fitz and him helping me, it's like that little person that's helping me still. So I say all this, like, like I said, just going back to the brand. So let's go back. To, hold on. Let me answer a couple of questions. Uh, we've got Stan coming in here saying, hi, Stan. Larry brings up, I knew somebody was going to bring up Bud Light. <laughs> I knew someone's going to bring up Bud Light here, your brand. And it, if you've actually seen the since, uh, it's like this last week, I've seen a lot of Bud Light commercials that are coming in and they've went the exact opposite direction since those commercials. Um, anyways, m- moving on here is that if we go back to think about Amazon here for a hot second, I want to bring this full circle into like, go from Amazon and then take this into automotive. You see an Amazon or a Chick-fil-A, but I want to focus on Amazon in particular because Amazon directs so much to us as in the auto in the auto world. And if you think about Amazon, you have a return. Where are you going to take that? Probably Whole Foods. At least for me, I take it to Whole Foods all the time. If Whole Foods screws up the return, who gets the flack? Who are you yelling at? Who are you like, ah, dang it. Ah, what happened? You pick up the phone and call on Amazon, right? If UPS, like we've all, I'm, at least I've had it happen. It's really rare. But if you have a problem and the delivery doesn't get to you in time, who gets the phone call first? Who are you messaging first? Is it UPS? Is it the Amazon driver that you don't have a number to it? No, you're picking up the phone or chatting with Amazon. At any break, or even Staples, like you could return it to Staples, let's say, or Office Depot or whatever it is. If any part during that conveyor belt, that process breaks, it reflects back on Amazon every single time. And Amazon understands that. Like, and I've definitely had things where where the delivery didn't, just never, it literally never arrived. Like I've had really, really big things that were supposed to get, it were very time sensitive, just didn't arrive. Now, I could go, and technically, it was on UPS. This had nothing to do with Amazon. UPS lost the package. But Amazon is always going to say, don't worry, we got you. It's always, no, Whole Foods could lose something. Really, that's Whole Foods' fault. But it's Amazon. So let's now take this in. It's always just going to come back to, like I said, the brand, not the individual components. Because the consumer's mind, that's all they see is the brand. So if we take this to the auto industry, I'm actually before I start, let's bring up uh, bring up I, Stephen. I figured this would this would spark your interest. Amazon is the is the best in class because they intelligently figured out the desired customer experience before, during, and after the sell. This is a profound blueprint here for the auto retail. And I, it's Stephen. You know, is anyone that's if you're new to the show. Maybe if you're new to the show, you probably haven't heard me say this because you're new to the show. If you've been with me for a while, if you've been with the show for a while, you've heard me say this a million times, work backwards to work forwards. What is the end goal of mind? And then work backwards to get there. If you're just randomly going to go back to any of the, like the Stanley experience, hey, we want to sell a bunch of stuff and we want to get to market to this teenage population. Great. In order to get there, what are the processes in place that we got to get there? How many people work all that through before you get there? So the problem is they grow, they grew so quickly, and now you don't have the infrastructure in place to even sustain that, and that's a problem. Yeah, you're raking in a lot of money, but now that re- the return on invest, like the returning customer, I personally, 
I will, like I said, I'm, I'm never going to buy anything from you again because of how bad the experience was. So now let's take this into the auto industry. The consumer, once again, they don't care that you had, they had a, that about the technical glitch on the tier one side, the tier two side, or the tier three side. If anything goes wrong, it reflects on the brand on which they're interacting. So is that Hyundai, Mercedes, Infiniti, BMW, Toyota, uh, Nissan, Ford, whatever it is, you get the idea. They don't care that, hey, I just spent, as a consumer, God, I just spent an hour building my dream car on the OEM side. But when it pushed over to the CRM, the dealer got this much information. And now the dealer or the consumer is super pissed off because you, the dealer, have got to be like, so I see you built a 2023 something. What do you mean you only saw that? Well, it's, I, I spent all this time building this. The price isn't even coming through. And then the consumer's pissed off at you. They don't care. All they know is they recognize it's one brand. They're so mad now. They're frustrated with you. They're not, it's not so much ABC Motors. It's the brand. I'm never going to buy X again because of my experience with the brand. And too often we are so quick to forget that, that it's, oh, well, the advertising on AutoTrader was really bad. Oh, Brooke, I, 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 the number of times I have heard, and I know we've done more shows about GLBA and Harpy still, we're going to do another one in the near future, that we took them out of the CRM, but they're still getting shit and they're pissed off at us. Where are they getting it? Well, the OEM can still send stuff. You don't have control over what the OEM sends out. Someone else could have bought a list and they sent it to them. Someone else could have done blah, 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 blah. I mean, how, how many of us are still getting those, hey, your warranty's expired for your car and blah, 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 blah. The consumer does not care. They see it as the brand. Russell, good to see you. Hello and what a great day. All the best to you. All the best to you. Good to see you. And it just, as I went through all this, it just really got me thinking of, do we really stop to really think about this? And I know we don't because big companies don't. And too often, it's I just hear this so time and time again. And whether it's, like I said, either at our own level of internal, we just don't really care, or we don't think that, hey, that, that communication isn't coming from us. It's not, it's coming from something out of our control, whether it's the OEM, whether it's someone that bought a list, whether it's our, comp- our, our competitor bought it. Our, our competitor is actually sending it to you. We can't control what they're doing. The consumer, they, they don't care because all they see is the brand every step along that journey. Now, on the flip side, we give just stellar service. You've got it forever. Like we all know those brands. Like you've all know that I'm loyal to certain brands. And it's, yeah, I understand there's times they're going to screw up, but when they do screw up, they're going to they're make it right. They're going to make it right. Thomas is saying, I, uh, Thomas, what? First off, Thomas, I, it's unacceptable that you came in late. I just, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're in timeout now. No. Uh, are we talking about Stanley tools? <laughs> no, Stanley mugs, the Stanley mugs. And uh, that's the, uh, yeah, they're, they're causing, they're causing the cause of the chaos here. Peter's saying is brand is the value of its people and customers protected accordingly. Amen, sir. Amen. Russell is saying, 
Hello, Thomas, you're the man. Uh, yes, he he is. He's a he's a very good man at that. Very good man at that. So yeah, it just it's you know I guess as as everyone's chiming in here, do you make this a priority? Do you make it? Do do your employees? Does your owner? Does your boss? Do you do you talk about this? I, I know that I personally deal with this. I my clients deal with this. This is this. Uh, it's more than once a week that we have this conversation of like, hey, you can't control what other people are sending out. And even even if you take, I was talking with a good friend a couple weeks ago, and they're like, and it was a very, very, very heated situation with a, a customer. And it was, hey, even if you did everything right, there can be a glitch in the system where something turns on to send stuff out. So things can just fail at times. So I'm just curious, uh, chiming in here, if how you all go about this, how do you ensure and constantly work on, I saw a, uh, actually throw some comments here real quickly, and apparently Thomas is fired. <laughs> Thomas, you're fired now. <laughs> and we've got uh, Peter Smith is Jordan's, one of the strongest brands out there. And I, I, yes, you are correct. They're a very, very strong brand. And culture is a very good one. And did you say that, Thomas? with culture is you'll hear a lot of people. I know we've done a lot of shows on culture. People will say, Oh, I don't have a culture. No, you do. It's just, it's bad. If you don't have a culture, yours is just really, really bad. Yeah. Steven's saying the best brands are the ones that create a simplified and consistent experience at every touch point. What do consumers expect the experience will be like in a great, in our great and auto retail industry? Good or bad. It's earned at every moment. It is. And Stephen, since you said that, I'm going to go off of that a little bit, is that, you know, you buy the vehicle and the warder's not going to talk to you for six months. What experience is that? <laughs> well, okay, we're done. We, we, we sold the car, so we don't, we're, we're good. No, because if that's the case, no, because you need that repeat and referral business. That's when the customer's going to come back. If you're just going to sell the vehicle and expect that they're just going to come back, good luck. Good luck with that. That does not, you can gamble on that. But now let's say you do that, then they come back in. How do you know that everything's going to work? And how do you know they're actually going to come back in? Because there's so many variables in that. And that's a, that's a very dangerous game that you're playing. Peter's saying now, Tito's in the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we always have to go back to this is you do not know what's in here. There's a reason why we do this. You don't know what's in here. It's, it's clear liquid. I'll give you that one. It's very clear liquid. Tom's is saying there is the business you think you're running and the one you're actually running. I love the quote and I, I love that quote. And there's also the one I love that says is that um, culture is what happens when you are not looking. And then that's what your employees are doing. Andrea is saying uh, that's what builds trust in a brand. Yes, it is. Uh, Peter is saying transaction, transactional sales versus re relationship building. And I, that's something I, I think it was when we had Katie Mayers on the show. And I loved what she said about uh, the service trend, like about the transaction and just get rid of it. I was like, I love that because if you think of everything a transaction, then that's, it shouldn't be that way because the transaction is one time. And you don't want that. You want the relationship. Always about relationships. It should never be about transactional because that's only going to be one time and then they're not coming back. And Thomas, I'm not going to say that you're right or wrong. Not going to say that. 
But I will say for those that know me, I I do love my my, my Vitos, my Tito's, that was vodka and Tito's. Now you guys got me like all kinds of like thinking a different direction now. So I blame you all in a very good way right now. But Tito's has this branding campaign where everyone goes, is doing seltzers and vodka and whatever. And, and they've just said, we're not going to do that. So their entire campaign, it's one of the one of those brilliant campaigns I've seen in a while, marketing campaigns, probably like six months ago. And all it is, is a can. It's a Tito's can and that's it. And they're like, you can make whatever you want, just add Tito's. And it's, it, they've done it and the uh, proceeds goes to a, like a charitable, count, a tra- charitable uh, a charity. There we go. It's awesome. And so they've done it. They did it again. And I was laughing so hard. I was like, ba- just simply blazing the market. I'm like, I'm going to buy this thing. It's awesome. And then since then, they've done like a whole other campaign on it. It's it's brilliant. So uh, I should have was not expecting this to go this way, but I will in the show notes I'll have to link up to that that entire marketing campaign. It is brilliant. It's so funny. I, I, I'm loving the, the emojis that are coming in right now. By the way, this and you, I know what I'm doing after the show is all I'm going to say. <laughs> definitely know what I'm going to do, though. especially given this week. I definitely know what I'm doing after the show. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just like I said, as I went through this week and I go, okay. There's, I've got to turn this. You all know that I'm a fairly positive person. I go, there's, it's been a, it's been a pretty rough couple of weeks. I go, there's got to be, there's, how can we turn this into something, to something else? And that was the, I go, there's, yeah, we can definitely do this. And there's, there's just, yeah, there's, I cannot stress enough how important it is, is that we need to remember whether it's a, a triumphant win or some type of hiccup that throughout our, our consumer journey, but especially as our business, whether we own a business, whether we work for someone, that it is our brand. It's your brand. It's my brand. It's the company for whom we work that is in the spotlight every single time our consumer jumps on the, our side, when the customer walks the door, when the customer is taught, whatever the customer is doing, our brand is always in the spotlight every single time, every single interaction. And there are things that are not in our control. I'm fully aware of that. I'm yeah, painfully aware of that, that there are things that are in our spotlight. And I'll also say that I have had a conversation uh, recently that there are sometimes that things that we not, may not even be aware of, of like perception of someone, how they view our brand. You're like, wait a second, really? That's what you think of my brand? Or that's what you think of us? And it's their perception. So even if we feel like we're doing everything right, and maybe we actually are doing everything right, it is their perception of the brand. And am I saying go please everyone? No, not even close. That's if if you all know me, that's definitely not what I'm saying. I'm just, what I'm saying is just understand that every point along the consumer journey is always going to reflect back on your brand, whether positively or negatively, and make sure that you are, make sure every point that you continue to pour yourself Pour in training, pour in everything to make sure that you're doing everything to ha- to have a positive experience for the consumer, because that will lead to retention, which can lead to ROI. To try to re- that we've done more shows on how much it costs to buy a new customer versus retain a customer. So I'm not going to throw it on those stats because I've done that way too many times. I'm not going to throw them at you guys. So, and gals. But yeah, that's, 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 that's what I want to cover with you all today. Like it was just a, something, like I said, it's been on my mind a lot and just focus on the customer journey, man. Focus on the experience and y- your customers will thank you. I guarantee your pocketbook's going to thank you. That is for sure. It, it just, it's, yeah, it, 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 
for we also know for all those for all those that voice their opinion, good and bad, there there was like for every ten that for everyone that does, ten don't. So understand it as well. So with that, I promise you all that I would not go an hour episode, and I've done just that looking over at my little counter over here. So Russell, oh hold up, stand by, stand by. We got Russell going on. Saying right on, Brooke. Repeat referral retention in the world of, of Tolly Williams uh, is the re, you know repeat referral business. Steven is saying, look at Apple. The entire focus is the customer experience of their products. They're insanely expensive, but that doesn't matter. Watch the brilliantly crafted commercials where their actual products feature benefits are not even mentioned, other than the experience of their products. Um, and then there's a the YouTube uh, to it. And I'll say with that even as well, there was a couple a couple weeks ago I did, I talked about this as well. Like I just went and I had an issue with my external drive and I was just blown away because you hear about the experience all the time, but until you can actually experience it, it's, it's, I was, I go, I will buy a, I, I wasn't in, the, I wasn't even in the, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like I was in the market for a new laptop. And I was like, screw this, I'm going to buy a laptop. And so in the next like week or so, I'm going to buy a new laptop just purely based on the experience of I was blown away. Remember Brian Kramer talking about this, uh, about a, maybe, maybe six months or a year ago where he, he needed, uh, he forgot his Apple, I think it was AirPods or, or something like that. And he knew he was going to be landing in Vegas. I think it was for NADA or digital dealer and purchased them while he was in the air. By the time he landed at the hotel, they were already delivered. I just go, I mean, that's the stuff when, when people will talk and brag about your company, when they're that loyal, you're doing something right. Brian is saying what matters most is also that they respond when things don't go right. Yeah. When they ghost you, hmm, yeah, I don't want a ghoster. Tom's just saying, nah, heart to you. Heart to you, Thomas. You're awesome as well. Thomas is saying, I love Apple. I, I'm a split baby. I love every, like my phone's a, is a Samsung. Everything else is, is Mac. Uh, so I, I'm the weird one. But when it comes to service, man, there's there, very few are going to exceed Apple when it comes to that. I was so blown away by the customer service when I walked into the Apple store. I, I, I just like, take my money. <laughs> Please take my money. And that's, once again, that goes back to people will pay more for the customer experience. Amazon. Amazon is not always the cheapest. It's convenient. It's 100% convenient. And I will pay more for that every single time. So yeah, just focus on it. it like I said, ROI is always skyrocks, skyrockets every single time when you take care of the customer. And even, even when there's even when there's a bad experience, yes, respond. But in the good experience as well, respond as well. Hey, thank you so much. Handwritten notes. People forget how, how important handwritten notes are. Like they're so important. All the AI out there, all the wonderful technology out there. Don't forget about the handwritten notes, man. Those things are still super, super, super important. Super, super important. And we got some love going on in the chat right now. We've got Russell. Uh, apparently, uh, he loved Tom, uh, Russell loves Thomas and he, he's hiring you right now. And uh, they sure will. Yes, they will every single time. So uh, we get caught up on price sometimes, but the last I checked is people are, like I said, I can go to Target and get something and it's going to be cheaper, but I can go to Amazon with one click and click it. And I know it's going to be here. Like I, 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 this microphone is being retired here soon for reasons I don't think I can stay on the airs. But if you look at the microphone, just look at it and look what it looks like. And it's coming to my face, and no pun intended without getting kicked off the air here. And so I was like, okay, it's time to retire the microphone. And I was like, oh, I can buy it here or I can buy it here. And it's going to be here. In fact, I think it may have just been delivered as we're talking right now. And I go, hmm, 
um, I'm going to buy it there because not only going to extend a warranty on it, it'll be here in less than 24 hours. So from my office to home, everything Apple due to customer experience, due to the customer experience and not just once or twice, 40 year fan. There you go. All right. All right, everyone, we're going to get out of here. It has been a long week, a short week. It's a hall. It's been a holiday week with all of that. So I, I hope that you all have had a great week and it's been a good one for you. I know, like I said, it's been, I know it's been a holiday. I hope you all had a great holiday week in general, everything in between all of that wonderful stuff. And Brian is saying part of my marketing budget when I owed my restaurant was Goodwill. Free food when we didn't deliver the experience we promised. I love that. Love that. And even with that, Brian, you, what you could do with that as well, I don't know when I mean, you owned your, but you could also like, hey, partner with them and do gift cards to that company as well. Like there's so many things with that. Russell, thank you as well. Appreciate it. Um, uh, Robert, awesome. Thank you so much. I so appreciate you spending some time with me today. Super, super appreciate it. And, um, and welcome to the Facts Not Feeling family. I super appreciate it. It's great to have you here. Thomas, thank you to you. Everyone, you know, as always, how I end with this, find a way to serve. I mean, we're talking about customer experience, right? We're talking about that right now. Find a way to serve today. Find a way to help somebody. Too often we think this is some like grand gesture, like we got to go build some habitat for humanity and go to some third world country. This can be as simple as a smile, opening a car door for somebody, something simple, but just find a way to make someone's day to day, to make them smile, to help them out a little bit. The world is uh, can use a little bit of help, as we all know, and we can be that light in someone's day to day. So just find a way to help somebody today. And with that, everyone, we will see everybody next week. You've been listening to Facts Not Feelings with Brooke Furness. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating. If you know a friend or a colleague will benefit from today's episode, share it with them. Until next week, find a way to serve someone. Find a way to help your neighbor. Remember, we are all in this together.